Hi, welcome to Get In, the connected vehicle podcast from BlackBerry. I'm your host, Steve Kovsky, and with this series, we'll be diving into what the future of transportation just might look like. Today, I'm happy to be joined by somebody who's helping shape that future of transportation and the experience that we're all going to have in our automobiles in hopefully the near future. I'm going to let him introduce himself. Gavin, would you please tell us a little bit about yourself and your company? Thanks for, for inviting us on. Really exciting uh, to be part of this. So uh, I'm Gavin Johnson. I'm design director at a company called Active Matter. We're a, a customer experience uh, agency really looking at uh, the, the user experience through lots of different sectors of, of, of design um, from automotive um, right across the board into lots of different sectors, which we can dig into. But, uh, but yeah, that's my role is really looking at the uh, bringing a, a user-centered approach to uh, to design and technology, and how the two elements fuse around the around the human in the in the process. Well, one of the things we like to ask our guests on this show is, what was your first user experience behind the wheel of an automobile, and how has that changed? Can you remember back? Absolutely, that's a, that's a great question. Um, uh, yeah, thinking about it, you know, my my first um, the first car that I bought was a was a Fiat Panda. Um, back in the day, I don't know if you're, you're aware of the Fiat Panda, but it's, uh, uh it was a pretty utilitarian, um, vehicle, uh, back, back, uh, back at the time it was, uh, it had, uh, the, the, one of the things I remember about it the most was it had, uh, a sort of deck chair seats. So it had this sort of canvas, um, uh, kind of swung between two, two poles, which, uh, which would made it very, uh, very kind of utilitarian. It was very kind of base. Um, but, but, but interestingly, I think, um, thinking of, of the design of that, uh, that vehicle, it was, it was designed by, um, Giorgetti, um, Cesario, uh, who, who, who does, who a fantastic designer, fantastic industrial designer, certainly in the automotive industry, um, um, set up uh, Ital Design um, and and designed the likes of the Mark One um, Golf for for VW. Worked with Aston Martin. Worked uh, worked across uh, Ferrari. Um, really, really great pedigree. In fact, designed the uh, DeLorean. Um, and if if you're of a certain age, you you always dreamt of having a DeLorean. Myself included in that uh, in that after. After watching Back to the Future many times back in back in my youth, the, the DeLorean was the the thing to have. So worked worked across the board on on lots of um, uh, lots of lots of brilliant designed uh, automotive um, products. I think the the really interesting thing I found from that experience and from coming from a design perspective is um, that. Um, that he designed so many things, a uh, design crosses the board, you know, crosses a uh, lots of kind of borders. He designed uh, the Nikon camera, for example, he designed, um, motorcycles, he designed wristwatches. He, he actually designed a, 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 a specific type of pasta. So, um, really, really interesting, really interesting guy, um, was, was voted the, um, uh, the, the automotive, um, designer of the century back back in uh, in 99 so so i like to to think that i owned one of his pieces of work and it happened to be a happened to be a panda but but that that automotive was uh, a really a really kind of utilitarian uh, piece i remember it being um very base but for for me and my first car it was it was the um 
I think the thing I remember most about it was the experiences that it gave me. And I think that's got an interesting um, thought process. It was at a time where it was more about the car. It was more about the freedom, more about the emotional connection I had with um, with a, with that automobile and 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 the freedom it gave me. Uh, I think my first trip was um, heading off to the beach and uh, and dropping those those kind of um, canvas seats back and and with a couple of mates and uh, and sleeping over and and that, and that freedom it gave me. And I think over the years, the the you know the the, the cars have that I've had have got better and got more, more technology in them and, and certainly more comfort in them. Um, and thinking about my, you know, my car today does a lot of things for me. It does, um, you know, it does, it'll park for me, you know, it, it keeps me a safe distance away from whatever's in front of me. It will keep me on the, the straight and narrow or the, or the curve, depending on, on, on what I'm, what I'm doing. But, um, but I think that the, the thing that, um, that that I remember most about about that first car was that that freedom, and I think with with um, with all of the technology that's happened, uh, you know, kind of since that uh, since that point, um, we've we've got more comfort, we've got more safety, we've got more uh, you know more features and more functions, um, and it's become um, a, a really um, experiential um, point. But I think I think we're at a, a at a tipping point now and and working with um or, or understanding some of the elements with uh, with the, of technology that's coming on right now with the likes of blackberry ivy allowing the uh, a real connected experience in that that we're i feel that we're a, a real tipping point of a new experience and the things that will change in the in the coming years will be will be um really impactful to 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 the human experience well, we're very interested in talking about that tipping point. And I wonder how our experience of the car, I think you're absolutely right that it's where those cars took us and who was in the car. And those are the things that you remember much more than the discomfort, uh, perhaps, or, you know, uh, having to roll down the window by hand, uh, you know, things like that. Th those, those sort of fade into the distance. But we do remember the experience that we have in those automobiles and in that transportation. Do you think that's going to change as cars do more for us that we're going to feel less connected to the car or more? I have a, I, I mean, I have a feeling that, um, that, that all of the technology that gets added to the car is almost a two edged sword. It, it, it gives us, um, real power, um, and, and at, at our fingertips, um, but it also takes away some of the some of the the feeling that you're driving, that you're in control, and and you're you're engaged in a adventurous activity. Um, and I think you know, sort of, yeah, thinking back to to my days when I first started driving, it was a it was an adventure. You were heading out almost to the unknown, um, and you know, and that's very different today because you know I know where I'm going. I know my car's telling me where to go and, um, you know, and, and it's telling me where not to go and, uh, and when to start and when to stop and when to recharge, et cetera, et cetera. Um, and I think, you know, I think that's, that's a fantastic technical achievement, um, and, and brings leaps and bounds to, um, to the, to the human experience, you know, across there. But I think there's, there is something about, um, the 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 sheer kind of pleasure of of driving of of being in control of of going into the unknown 
that uh, that maybe is is slightly different today than it uh, than it was of, of the past for sure well there's also those occasional hopefully very occasional moments of sheer terror that we experience behind the wheel that are memorable as well hopefully those will fade with all of the capabilities of the car that uh, it's going to extend our lives so th- there is a trade off how are you and your agency trying to shape those future experiences so that people do connect with their car. They connect with that brand. It's something that they value. What are some of the the kind of uh, design imperatives that you're working toward? We're very much focused around human-centered design. And and I I think, um, you know, I think human-centered design has become, um, has, has, come four of mine for a lot of companies um when when we started um you know kind of started a, a, you know sort of 10 or, or or 15 years ago in 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 looking at, at human centered design it was really a a low priority for a lot of a lot of companies and and uh, you know technology was was the lead um the lead driver in 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 some of the the products but i but i think that's changed a lot in in the certainly in the last few years and i and i kind of think that um Technology has enabled that change as well. You know that the the the, the prevalence of of connected cars uh, allows you the opportunity to uh, trial things out to shape your experiences to the user and the changing user. Uh, I mean, uh, you know, I I worked on a a project for um, a, 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 an automotive um, well, several automotive companies where where the um, the technology within the car was within a five-year cycle of, of that that car's development, and and the technology that was in the modern cars was was already five years, ten years out of date, and sometimes before it hit the the production line. Whereas today, I think the 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 technology has allowed us to to have connected cars where where experiences can change, and and they can change over time, and they can reshape around that that user. Um, with an with an over the air updates, um, which is which is amazing, and I think that's that sort of brought the whole industry from a from a design perspective on leaps and bounds in the last in the last sort of five years or so um, to to the experiences that we've got today, which are you know which are some some amazing um, experiential design. So I I, I certainly think. Um, Technology is, is driving that forward from from our role, where we're looking at at making sure that those technologies are are really centered around what humans really want to do um, and want to have from their vehicles, and 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 expect from their vehicles as well. Can can the vehicle understand the um, the diary of that driver, and have they had a busy day, and what does that mean? And do they do we want to reroute them to a a, a nice trip along the beach on the way home, so they're nice and refreshed when they get home to see their kids. And uh, you know, it, it, because we know that uh, that Wednesdays is a particularly uh, busy day for them. So, can we build that kind of personalization into into these experiences and 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 give give a a connection um, to to the driver that's uh, you know that, that that's really fulfilling in their life and 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 perhaps puts a different. A different perspective on the on the vehicle and what that means to to people. I think I you know I kind of see that 
with with technologies such as such as um, BlackBerry Ivy, you're almost getting a personal assistant, you know, more than more than a vehicle. And I kind of see that that experience where um, uh, you know, with the car can recognize that you're on a trip. It can identify that there are kids in the in the car. You're on a trip that's that's going over uh, spanning a lunchtime. That uh, maybe it can book you a a, a table at a, a restaurant um, on the way. Um, just when the just when the kids are getting hangry, and you know we all we all uh, we all know those those points uh, in time. I certainly do. But uh, you know, and it can adjust that booking when um, you know depending on the traffic that comes. Uh, you know, you're you're in. Um, it could take your order, could give it to the chef, so you get your your meal when you when you arrive. It can, uh, whilst you're fueling the family, it can fuel itself, and as you drive off, it can it can, can pay for everything uh, itself. And and I think that that hum, very human experience, which is you know is quite different to a, a mobility experience, is is some a new relationship that we're we're going to have with our our vehicles. And I think that's um, a really interesting point to see. Um, what does that mean to people, and how do we design that experience so it, it, it's it makes sense to people and and it's comfortable for people and that we you know and we're trusting that experience and i think I, I kind of see this um uh, uh certainly a big need for for designing for trust and and it's designing for people's expectations of of what their their vehicles can do now they're doing these these very different things that we're not used to they're they're paying for stuff themselves they're paying for the for the toll roads as we, as we drive through and um how do we know that um that they have been paid and and how do we confirm that you know all of the the the, the things that we're we're very much used to doing um is this you know the vehicle's going to do for us um and there's i think a, a lot of um design around that experience that's that's that helps people um understand our new relationship with with vehicles and and how that is moving forward so yeah so certainly at a a really interesting time and i think some some really interesting challenges um and and some amazing technology that's that's coming on stream well it's fascinating because some of the things that you're describing are beyond what most of us know that we want in a car. We don't even know that cars can do these things. And many of them, uh, of the activities that you're talking about, we might not even be aware that the car is doing it for us, but we will be delighted by the results. And I'm interested in the process. How do you anticipate these needs that the consumers don't even know that they have? These wants that they don't even really recognize themselves yet and design that into uh, a vehicle. It, it seems fascinating to me. As I was saying, a, a human-centered approach to uh, to uh, the design that we do, and 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 really that is is about drivers looking at, at, at users of, of vehicles, looking at people in general. You know, I mean, it's it's um, um, we we do a lot of uh, empathy mapping, um, so really understanding people's lives, um, and and I think that the starting point in in this technology is to understand people's lives and and how do how does my product fit within that life um and and so we will we'll we'll look at um drivers we'll we'll observe drivers we'll we'll observe them in the car and how they interact in the car they'll we'll observe them out of car and um and what what they're doing in their lives and and then we'll look at um we'll look at mapping that journey out quite often people will 
will forgive technology. They'll they'll say, um, "Oh, I can't use this." For example, mapping in a, you know in in a in a vehicle and, and navigation. Um, quite often, you'll you'll observe people um, blaming themselves for for technology, which is maybe not up to par and and. I, th- I think you know navigation for, for in my perspective in my my opinion base OEM navigation isn't up to the Google and the the Apple way I know from my experience this is my own personal experience that if I want to get somewhere and I want to feel comfortable getting there I'll I'll plug my iPhone in and I'll use uh, CarPlay to 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 get to that destination and I won't use my my native um my native mapping application it's it's something that 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 i trust um and 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 maybe i don't trust the my my uh, internal uh, navigation so much um what we'd like to do is is with that observation with that that empathy with the with the kind of journey mapping is, is is see see what stories come out of that and and i think from my perspective when you um when you collect enough stories you you start to see patterns in those stories um and then you 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 can find those patterns are the things you either need to fix or you need to celebrate. Um, you know that, that you might find amazing things in in stories that you never realised that your your customers were using your product for, um, or or you might find that there's a lot of people talking, you know, within their stories talking about certain aspects where you realise actually this is this is maybe something we can. Uh, you know, we can clean up. We can we can soften the edges of. We can we can we need to focus on and you know in that. And and I think as as humans, we're all kind of attuned to 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 telling stories and and understanding stories and and and, and that's where the real truths come out. So we we certainly collect stories and and look for stories, and that's a a foundation point for for our design work when we're we're looking at uh, uh, prototyping solutions. We'll. We'll start with that that base level stories and, and understanding that's where where the the issues might be. Um, so that that's where where we come at it from a uh, from a design perspective is 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 really kind of start with the human, um, understand them, and then start to um, start to design out prototypes. We we like to quickly test, you know, get get something in front of in front of people as well. I think again that there's a I mean, uh, uh, an increase in, in uh, these days of, of rapid prototyping. Um, the, the, you know, there are lots of tools available now for us to, to rapidly prototype. Um, but it's really key to to, to design uh, to to put that in front of people um, and to to gauge their reactions quickly, um, and then iterate on that and, and build on that. Um, whereas, you know, perhaps uh, at times at times of old where there were more more six month 12 month design cycles that uh you know that we we perhaps were we used to i think that those days are uh you know are very much in, in the past now and it's it's very much about rapid iteration uh, but but i would certainly say design is a real key aspect to to that i i think um you know we we come across a lot of of, of brilliant technical solutions um which when in our experience, when they're put in front of customers, they either are very complex because the design layer hasn't been added to them yet, um, and they they perhaps don't garner the 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 uh, 
a, an accurate kind of representation of what that technology can do with them. Whereas I think we start off from, you know, I would say that being a designer, but if you start off with a, um, with a solid design foundation to, to your, to your thinking, um, you can really gain some valuable insight from customers because a, a well-designed product should be easy to use. It should be, um, you know, re really, really kind of fit within their, their lives. And, and, and I think, you know, design, you know, the, to quote another fantastic designer, um, the, um, you know, good design is as little design as possible. And I think, you know, that there's a, there's a danger as well to a degree in, in certainly, you know, in lots of areas, uh, but, but automotive, not, you know, as, as much as, as anywhere is that things get over-designed and, and, um, again, there's, there's lots of richness there's, there's huge screens in our cars now there's there's screens are getting bigger screens are, are taking over that they, they need design then but but also you know we should focus on on great design being as little design as possible to to get uh, to get the user to use that feature use that function in the most frictionless way possible um you know that would that that's our philosophy around around creating something that's as seamless and uh, gets the job done meets the need um hits that emotional um the boundary with it with with as little design as possible with uh, what can we design out is, is as much as what can we design in is uh, is a key aspect well there's a story that you told me when we first spoke that uh, and and i'm i'm a big believer in stories as well but this is an engagement uh, that I believe you, you've been having with a luxury brand. And talk about frictionless. This is somebody getting from point A to point B, and not necessarily all in the automobile. They're, they're also integrating other forms of transportation, but how to make that as comfortable and as seamless as possible. Could you tell me a little bit about that that experience for the traveler and how you're designing that. I guess we sort of started with the the concept and and the uh, the auto auto manufacturer really wanted to understand the I suppose the the lifetime value of a customer and what could that be um, you know and I, and I think this sort of follows a lot of um, a lot of technical platforms now uh, you know a, a, a customer is is perhaps more than a uh, an owner of your vehicle now um that they're connected into your ecosystem um and what we we started to think about well okay if 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 i was the if i was the owner of the oem what 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 would i what would i want my company to be doing for me <laughs> um so so maybe i think about it in that way maybe i think about okay i'm i'm on a trip through um through europe um, uh, for example, I, I need to get to a destination. I, I pick up my, you know, I go down to my garage. I, I take the, um, the car out the, uh, yeah, out the drive and hit the road. And, um, I've got everything set up how I want it to be set up, but maybe there's, maybe there's traffic on the way. Um, and, uh, and, and there's, oh, there's bad weather on the way. I need to, um, I need to get to my destination. Um, snow let's say in in uh in in canada today um the um i'm blocked so i can i can pull up my vehicle i can then pick up public transportation i can get a train 
Uh, I can travel the next couple hundred miles on, on the train. I can, I can get off my train and pick up my next vehicle from the same manufacturer that's got all of my settings um, set up how I how I like to 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 have them. I'm listening to my favorite BlackBerry podcast, um, and I pick up where I left off, um, and and I get in the vehicle. And it's the same. I, I'm traveling a, along. Maybe I I get to the airport. I'm flying to uh, to the US. Um, I can I can pick up uh, I can pick up where I left off I make my flights uh, I land uh, concierge gives me uh, the key to a to a new vehicle again it's completely set up to uh, to how I I want it um, I get to my destination have my meeting uh, and I can drive back so the the thought of of what would an experience be like in a in a total um, mobility uh, life cycle that's 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 around the the human and and how they want to 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 act and um, the car is is part of that uh, experience, um, but um, but maybe it's not a single car. Maybe it's a, a connected set of of vehicles that that I have access to. Uh, and what would that look like? Um, so so we started to look at at, at that experience um, and really kind of think about. Um, all of the other things that that might happen if if, if my car's detected that that um, that there's a, a mechanical fault, I'm going to break down. It directs me to a to a place to to pull over where a, another car is is waiting for me. Um, that I can just um, zip over and, and carry on my journey, and then it all gets settled when I when I get back get back home. And and uh, you know, it's, it's one way of looking at a, a customer uh, customer value chain for uh, for the for the organization that that um okay maybe maybe i'm bought into that service maybe maybe i've, I've i'm a lot more connected to that service and and maybe i don't want to just then sell my car after so many years and uh, and buy another brand um because actually i'm quite invested in this in, in this connected system um and and it gives me everything that i need um and 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 perhaps more than i need so i think there are certainly again moving forward looking at, at, at automotive uh, automobile ownership um and the ownership model uh, and what that looks like maybe you know there's again a lot of a lot of statistics around um the 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 gen z not not wanting to own uh own products their own vehicles and and expensive products um, so what, what does that look like and, and how do, how do we, um, you know, as a, as an industry sector fit, fit our offering around, around their lives and be very human centered in, in that approach. So I think that's, um, you know, again, it's, it's a running theme for, for us, but that, that human centered approach kind of touches not only usage and, and how, and the features and functions that you might want in your vehicle, but, but what's the ownership model like um do i subscribe to this service do i do i you know is that different to to ownership models um it maybe allows me to to chop and change the type of vehicle that i have maybe in the city i don't want to you know i don't want a big um a big car but maybe on longer trips i do so maybe i can swap in and out of different uh, different models of a, a certain brand um based on what i want to do with that and based on my my journey um and my specific needs so I, so i think um 
we certainly look at look at a lot of these these type of um, thinking processes, um, prototyping concepts, um, really to understand how do we how do we fit um, our our offering around uh, around the changing consumer uh, and, and what they want, um, and uh, and technology has a, a big part in that, um, but also services solutions what what other things can um can you uh, can you add to to this service that that makes me a, a, a an owner of this brand um and and a real brand advocate and 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 that that's maybe beyond uh um i'm a i'm a bmw owner or a or an audi owner or a, a mercedes owner for example um maybe you know, maybe I'm I'm deeper connected um, because I've bought into this ecosystem and and I have real value, and that that organisation is giving me uh, real value uh, to my life, and 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 that's that's what I value most from from my vehicle. Well, it's a very attractive prospect, and I can see having that experience turn you into a a devotee of that brand. And you you become an owner of that brand for life. Why would why would you want to do anything else? I suppose for me, you know, technology is. I mean, one of the beauties of technology is is quite a leveler as well. And and a lot of brands, uh, you know, the, the, there's not so much differentiation in engineering. For example, a lot of brands are, are have fantastic engineering um, across the board. Um, so how do, you know, how do we, how do we hook people into, to our brand and, and, and offer them something that's, um, that's bigger than, uh, bigger than the, the vehicle that they're buying into as well. Gavin, looking at some of the trends that are happening, one of the things that I, I think is really fascinating about the examples that you've given is all of those are really technologically entirely possible today. We're not talking about flying cars we don't need we don't need uh you know full-scale autonomous driving vehicles to make any of these happen it's really about um uh having the will to do this level of integration and applying perhaps artificial intelligence and some of these technologies that are available so that your car really ends up knowing you better than you know yourself and just provides these delightful experiences um uh, on a daily basis, as we look at some of the the coming trends, autonomous vehicles, electrification, um, software-defined vehicles, what do you think are some of the most promising gems there, and, and how are they going to transform our future experience in the next, uh, say, three to five years? Certainly for me, I think that the the understand that the AI um, element of, of vehicles and getting that the vehicle to really understand you as a person and connect with you as a person is is a really exciting um, um, point in point in time, and I think it's going to certainly change as as we mentioned before, change the the experience, the our expectations of the the, the vehicle um, uh, and what it does for us. I think there I think there's there's certainly um, thinking about design and experience that 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 the ai is we're confident in the ai that we understand what the ai is doing and thinking about self-driving cars i mean i know tesla are doing uh, 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 some brilliant work about how do you visualize what the ai is 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 thinking um so that the human in the car isn't shocked at what happens and isn't isn't kind of um um 
is not surprised and and because surprise is not something that you necessarily want when you're driving or you're sat in a, a in a car that's driving you um you don't want to uh, you don't want to be surprised at what it does um so so i, th- I think they, they, there's some some great um some some kind of great work there i think that the, the uh, you know it feels to me like there's there's a lot of time that we're going to spend in our cars um it's going to be you know kind of vehicle dwell time is going to be a, a thing that that happens so um uh, you know i kind of think that and that might be do, you know a lot of time in cars doing non-driving activity and that might be waiting for it to charge for example what are we gonna gonna do in that space fast charging will change a lot of that but there's still going to be time that where where that happens but also with with driverless cars and or, or certainly getting towards autonomous driving uh, there's going to be a lot of time where we're in vehicle um not doing the classical driving activity uh, but also there's a you know a bunch of other people in the in the vehicle as well there, there's passengers there, there's what does what's their experience like there's um you know kind of lots of um, lots of kind of exciting things that will will happen here, and I think that that kind of prevalence of of, of screens, um, of of a connected experience of of thinking about how um, how you kind of buy into uh, uh, a vehicle. I know at, at CES that that Sony um, bought out a, a vehicle with with fantastic screens and sound, and you can you can imagine the ne- you know the new. Uh, Sony movie getting first released on their network of, of, of vision S's and, and, and being a completely connected experience that that would be, um, something that you might, you might buy into. So I, I think there's a, there's a, a lot of great things coming, coming on board, uh, and coming on stream. Uh, and, and I guess the, um, I guess the really exciting things, uh, for, for, for me is around, um, how, how we interact with with all of that uh, with all of that information with all of that time that we have um what do we what do we do with that what you know is it going to be more entertaining um is is it going to how do we you know but but how do we connect with those cars going right back to that that very first kind of thought about the vehicle being a um an enabler for me to to go and have an adventure how do we how do we reconnect that that adventure to um to the to the cars of, of tomorrow. Um, and I think that's a, an opportunity for, um, for lots of, uh, you know, kind of lots of companies to, to, to think about, um, that, um, that adventure and, and how we build that connection back, you know, back into the car and, and what's it going to do for me and how am I going to connect to, uh, to that, um, to that experience. Um, so I, I think there's, there's th- those kind of real, real kind of interesting human traits and, and really exciting times where uh, almost the the technology can can do anything for us and 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 as you say that the car will understand us more than we we understand ourselves um i think that that brings some um amazing creative opportunities and and i think as well i, I feel like new players will come into the market as well new maybe creative players that that maybe um with with the you know, with the technologies that we have now, with the with the openness, for example, the BlackBerry Ivory platform can uh, can bring in perhaps new players that 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 have been excluded before because they didn't have the access to their t- technology. So, what 
what could we do with that? What what could be, uh, you know, if we brought in new creative minds and new creative thinking, what what might be the possibilities that come out of that um, uh, out of that experience? And 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 if we thought about the the car beyond the the transportation um, in in its own right, um, what could we do with it? And what are the possibilities there? So I think there's some some really interesting um, experiential. Um, um, opportunities uh, across the board to, to bring in that, that that will be opened up by the technology that coming in in uh, you know in tomorrow's in tomorrow's vehicles today's vehicles in in a lot of in a lot of ways. Well, I'm very excited to see what companies like Active Matter come up with next uh, to to delight us as consumers and also to solve problems for the vehicle manufacturers and for infrastructure and for all of the different players that now are going to be having these conversations within our vehicles and outside our vehicles, bringing us those new experiences. So thank you very much for sharing how your firm works, how your mind works, and um, how these things are going to shape the new experience of the software-defined vehicle. That's a pleasure. And, and again, thanks for for uh, inviting us on and, uh, it's been really, really great to talk to you. And, uh, yeah, we'll, it's, uh, it's going to be a really exciting time moving forward for, for us all. Uh, so thank you. Well, that's the end of our episode for today, but if you'd like to get more information on the topics or our guest, check out blackberry.com slash podcast, get in the connected vehicle podcast from blackberry is available wherever you get your podcasts. And don't forget to subscribe to keep up to date with our latest episodes.